A picture tells a story. It's often been said that a picture can say a thousand words. And if we look close enough, we'll see God in it, and that picture will tell us more than we could have hoped for or imagined. It's a beautiful tapestry of the way that He works in our lives with kindness, goodness, faithfulness, redemption, and ultimately, His love for us. Grab your coffee, or in my case, sweet tea, and let's walk through this journey together. Friends, welcome back to the Word Pictures with Meredith podcast. I am so thankful that you joined me today. I have a guest here, and I am so looking forward to this conversation, and I know that you are going to love it. Kathy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. So it's really neat the way that God connects dots. Um, I have known you, Kathy, for a number of years. I recall um, meeting you at the vineyard um, through my parents, and now we are um, at another church, and It's just neat to see how God just kind of brings everything full circle. So when he put you on my mind, I knew it was time to reach out and see if you'd like to be on the show. So once again, thanks for being here. Um, So tell us a little bit about your faith journey. Um, What did that look like, whether you um, came to know Jesus as a young child or if that was something more into adulthood? I've always admired your faith, and I would just love to hear a little bit about the beginnings of that journey. Okay, thank you. Well, it really all started when I was very young. I grew up in a household that, you know, we we said said blessing, and we went to the little Methodist church, and my grandpa actually was a Methodist pastor for about 50 years, so we, Mm. you know, we had a lot of history there, but... um, I was nine, actually, when I walked down the aisle of a little Methodist church and just gave my life to Jesus with my sister. Oh, wow. And I never would have known that, but my grandmother, I found it in her journal when I was about 50 years old. I found the exact date, which is not that it's important, but it was kind of cool. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then I went away. I fell in love with my my hubby. We were 16 and 17, and... uh, Mm. Went away to college for a year, and then we got married at 18, 19. So. Oh, wow, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So how, how did you meet him? We were high school sweethearts. Okay, yeah. so you met in high school yeah. then? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. uh, probably not for the right, we probably didn't, you know, I didn't fall in love with the right reasons. I mean, he was just tall, dark, and handsome. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're a teenager, tall, dark, yeah. and handsome is pretty important. Yeah, <laughs> and he could play basketball. So. Oh, but oh. anyway, we so we, we got married, and, um, you know, we we basically, the, the first part of our marriage was pretty rough because we were really, we were self-centered. We were just young kids, and we mm. didn't have a clue. Yeah. We were just... You know, typical, yeah, <laughs> typical teenagers basically. Yeah, absolutely. And we finished college together, and uh, I taught school, and basically, uh, it was probably about twenty-five years old when I had a really profound experience with Jesus, mm. and He really became alive to me, and that oh. that was when, even though 
I, you know, I invited him into my life back at nine, and right. the spirit of God became real inside of me. He, right. It was, it was probably when I was about twenty-five when mm. Jesus became really more than a word to me. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that experience. Do you mind sharing? Okay. Um, I'm trying to think how to which part to explain. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Been a lot of lot of a uh, lot of. Well, basically, I think. Um, I started hearing about, I, I knew about Jesus and I knew about God the Father, but I hadn't heard a lot about the Holy Spirit in mm. the little church I was from, where mm-hmm. we, or even the churches we'd been in. Mm-hmm. We'd go on Sunday, but, you know, we, we'd go on Sunday and that was kind of how we met with God. And then the rest of the day, we the rest of the week, we mm. just lived our own life separately. Yeah. And then I found out that yeah. God, I, you know, we had, I just, I, I'm a great, I love to read. So I read mm-hmm. about how that that you can have more of God's presence with the Holy Spirit. So I kind of explored mm, that and yeah, I, I went yeah. to a Billy Graham, I don't know, it was a movie or something and I was training to be a counselor and they had this little booklet said, Have you heard uh, let's see, have you heard of the spirit filled life? And I'm thinking, Nope, I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I just prayed and asked God just to fill me with his spirit and that oh. I really know him in a deeper way and yeah. That was that just kind of catapulted things. Mm. I had I'd had epilepsy since I was uh, ten years old, basically. Okay. So for fifteen years, I'd have epilepsy. Okay. And this is kind of the event that that helped me realize that Jesus was real and that you know there was more. Of, there was more. I knew about His love. I knew He loved me, but I didn't really know that He had much power. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or that he was really available for everyday life. Right, right. And uh, some guy came into our Sunday school class, and he was just sharing how how God had one night he'd had a really bad sore throat, and he went out and he he just prayed and laid hands on his throat and prayed for Jesus to heal him, mm. and the sore throat went away. And I thought, well, that's kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, because if that's something that you haven't been taught or even experienced on a personal no. level, you'll kind of think, this guy's, this guy's a little really bit, weird. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely thought he was I weird. I could understand that. So I went home and got out, you know, got the Bible out of the of the top shelf, dusted it off. I'm like, I need to check this out. And, mm. and, you know, I saw in there places where it said that Jesus went around and he healed everybody. Like, everybody. Yeah. And even it says even the epileptics and that kind of got my that mm. got my attention. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So one night I was at, at that time my my seizures I was taking dilatin three times a day, still having seizures twice a week. They weren't they were petty mal, but so they were they were they happened when I was like asleep or whatever. Okay. So, but I, they were getting pretty serious, and I, I really they were coming with hallucinations and. Kind of, mm. kind of bad by that time, and mm-hmm. we we had a couple little children by then, but I one night I'd had I'd had that well I I get I I could I get totally immobile after I couldn't it just things went kind of crazy and I oh, couldn't wow. think, and I'd get so I could move one finger and then I could move two fingers and I could move my hands and mm. I finally kind of come out of it but I'd have to go out on the couch and sit up and mm. so or I'd have another one so mm. I was out on the couch one day well no actually I, it was. I'd had a really bad sore throat and cold. I went out on the couch and I thought, you know, I'm going to do what what I heard George do. Yeah. <laughs> so I just laid hands on my throat. I said, command that sore throat to leave in the name of Jesus. And it did. 
Oh, and I'm like, wow. holy cow, that's amazing. So wow. I went back to sleep, and I don't know, in the middle of the night, I had a scratchy throat again, and I just said it again. Said. I said, no, I prayed, and, I, and it went away. Yeah. So yeah. that was cool. And the next morning I woke up, I was totally fine, didn't, didn't turn into a cold at all. Well, the next week I had a seizure on a Saturday night, mm. did the same thing, went out on the couch, mm. and I thought, hmm, I wonder... Wonder if he'd heal me from that. So I just yeah. same thing, just laid hands on my on, on myself and said, In the name of Jesus, I command that epilepsy to go in the name of Jesus. <gasps> and I didn't feel any different or anything and went back to bed and I'm thinking, Yeah, well, how am I gonna know? And I don't recommend this. If any kids are listening, do not do this. Mm. <laughs> I decided I'd get off my medicine. So I just quit my medicine. Okay. And I, I didn't have any I had I didn't have any seizures that day, the next day. For a month, I had no seizures. Mm. And then I had, one night, I had a, se- a small seizure again. Mm-hmm. And I said the same thing, like the sore throat. I said, you, you go in the name of Jesus, and no, yeah. I believe I'm healed. Yeah. And that's been over 50 years, and I've never had another seizure. Oh. <laughs> I've had it for 15 years. So, I mean, that was my first encounter of, there's more to, more about God that I really don't know. Mm. You know, just, I mean, it's been a lifelong journey mm. of figuring out. Wow, God walks with me and he talks with me and he's there. He wants to have an intimate relationship and a partnership with me. And that was that was just kind of him saying, hey, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, showing wow. up in my weak spot. That's what that's mm. what I've found over the years. Mm. It's when I'm weak that he's strong. Mm. You know, if I didn't yeah. have any problems, I'd probably just go on my merry little way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't now, but I, I, I did a lot of years. Yeah. It's the troubles yeah. that make me think, oh, mm. God, I really need somebody outside myself I need you yeah and yeah. he's been faithful that's again that's my been my message he, he's mm, faithful yeah he is. and he's been faithful for a lifetime and I've lived a long life I'm very chronologically credential <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like the way you put that <coughs> oh do you mind sharing how old you are oh yeah no I'm I'll be 79 in in September wow and uh I'll uh I've been, so I've known Jesus 69 years, and my husband and I would have been married 59 years, but he Mm. went to be with Jesus about, well, 139 days ago. Oh, oh, (laughs) wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's been quite the, quite the ride. Yeah. Incredible. And what a, what an incredible story to think how God connected those dots. So if you had not heard that gentleman talk about his sore throat and, and prayer, you might not have been prompted to try that in your own life. And yeah. it's so neat the way that God puts people in our lives and helps us grow exactly. in in Him. And so for you to just be like, oh, I think I'm going to try this. And then He did it. And, and the beauty is it wasn't just like a one and done. I think no. that's the beautiful thing because God wants us to continually seek Him. And so He, he provided for you mm-hmm. that relief but it could have come back or it could have Absolutely. been the enemy. I mean, just a whole num- number of different things. And so you you went and you were seeking him again and he showed up. Yes. So that's the thing that I think is so beautiful is that it's we're continually seeking and he's he's mm-hmm. showing up. And God, does, he doesn't yeah. always heal. I mean, oh, uh, oh, yeah. he just does yeah. it. And sometimes he heals through, yeah. you know, through our medical. Thank God for our medical profession. Absolutely. There's a lot of, Absolutely. God just works in very unique ways in all yes, each one does. of us. And yeah. I've had a lot of times where there wasn't healing. But yeah. I've had a lot of times there was too. So yeah. I just keep praying and trusting yeah. that he, you know, he knows what's mm. going on. Mm. Actually, about six years later, we had a, 
a grand a daughter who was two, and she had an epileptic seizure. And oh, I'm like, oh, wow. oh no, oh, wow. God, I don't want to go through all this again. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep all night long. You know, as moms, mm. we were like, and oh, yeah. I opened up my Bible to Luke. I think it's in six in the morning. I said, God, I just got to know, is she going to be okay or not? Mm. And I opened up the Bible, and it was Jesus, and when Jairus' daughter was dead, and mm-hmm. they and he said. Mm-hmm. He said, don't worry, she's not dead. She's just asleep. Mm, and yeah. then it goes down a little bit and says, she'll be all right. Yeah. And I read that, and I'm like, I called my friend. I said, I got bad news and good news. <laughs> the bad news is Christy has epilepsy, but the second, the, the good news is mm-hmm. I felt like Jesus said, don't worry, she's going to be all right. Because the word right. yeah. I've found over the years, the word, God just speaks through me, through the word. I, mm. That word is the spirit of God takes the word and just becomes alive. Like yeah. a, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, I took her to the doctor, and he said, well, definitely, I'm sure that's what she's got. He gave me the prescription for medicine, mm-hmm. which I still have today because she never had another seizure. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I thought, okay, this might be a process, but I'm, I'm trusting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God does things that gives us faith along the way. Yeah, he does. He does. He and is it's, so it's such a hopeless world right now. I mean, it feels hopeless because yeah. everybody's, wow, I mean, never seen it in such a bad shape, you know, and yeah. people are hurting from every on all yeah. directions and yeah. and it's just it's good that I know that he's faithful yeah which I think is just so important that we have these conversations yes because your journey your story can be that light for someone else that maybe is in a dark place and they can see bits of your journey and it can be an inspiration to them so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I, I we have a we call it a small group. Sometimes it's 25 people that meet in our house. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and we all eat together. And then, you know, what we, we do basically is we share share the word, but we also share what we call God stories, which mm. is just our stories where we've seen God show up in our lives. Oh, and yeah. we just take turns. You know, sometimes I'm the needy one. Sometimes they're the needy one. But we yeah. But our stories encourage each other and build each other up. Yeah. And what a beautiful picture just to be able to take that group of people, whether it's 12 that night yeah. or 25. Sometimes it's and, six. And you know, you're it's... locking arms with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And Praying. like yeah. you said, maybe one time you're the one that needs something. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you're the one that can give something. Mm-hmm. So I think there's something really beautiful about yeah. that. I yeah. sent a text to them this morning or yesterday. <laughs> mm. And some of my kin too, my my. My bigger family and my smaller family. And yeah. it says, my news by 9 a.m. Don's brother's in the hospital with COVID. Mm. A close family member died this morning. A writer mm. friend in town has cancer with a few months to live. And this is the kicker. The sales, the scales say I gained 11 pounds in 11 days. I absolutely hate <laughs> to have to share this on my weekly Zoom accountability call. Because I've lost like 45 pounds and mm. I've been, you know. Yeah. I just, I just fell off the wagon yeah so i mean you know in a needy place but i said i've been peaceful all day but i'm starting to get a little bit anxious as i think about what to share as a guest on a podcast in the morning Mm. would you please pray with me for peace and to know how to prepare and for the spirit of god to give me words that flow and grow deep and impact listeners to know you more intimately thanks Mm. to know jesus more intimately yeah love you that's so beautiful that you have such a group of people like Mm -hmm. I said before locking arms with you and just coming before God and petitioning on your behalf like that's a gift not everybody has that yeah I've got a a lot of family members that have been praying to it's just yeah it's just kind of neat because we just you know I thought it was fine yesterday then I realized 
at towards the end of the day, I'm, oh, you're just getting a little anxious. Mm. <laughs> For one thing, I have a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to. So is there, you, you mentioned the God stories mm-hmm. and I would love to, let's go ahead and start there. Let's start okay. there. Your book, mm-hmm. you have self-published a book and it's called God stories. It's called, uh, it's, it's on Amazon. It's called never ending God mm. stories, our adventures of a lifetime. Yeah. So how did that come to be? <laughs> you said that it was a 18 year journey. If yes. I recall, <laughs> I, and that's a lot of time that to, is. to, to dive into, but what did that look like in the beginning? And then how did that come to be in this beautiful book form that's sitting right in front of us? Well, um, that's a good question. That's, (laughs) (laughs) that's one of, one of the miracles in my life. Mm. Uh, I actually was, I think I was 50. I was looking here to see. I was 58 years old. Yeah. Mm. When I was going, I was going down South Neal and on the way to work, I was a financial planner with Northwestern Mutual and I was going to work, and just out of the blue, I just felt I heard. I felt like I heard God say three words: "Write a book." Oh, and I just Kathy. laughed. Oh, I laughed. <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Because oh. I, you know, I know a lot of people think I need to write a book someday. I've never been one of those people. Mm. <laughs> I just not. Uh, it just hadn't occurred to me. Now I've written, I've journaled since I was 25, about 25 years old. So yeah. I had a lot of journals, but yeah. to write a book, I'm like. What, they, what what kind of book? Yeah, and I, yeah. I and I I haven't ever heard the audible voice of God, but that's that and one other time were probably the mm. closest I've ever come because mm. I think He talks to us all the time through oh. everything, nature, oh, uh, movies, yes. it, anything. I think if we're in tune, yes, he, he can does. speak through yes, any, whatever we're doing throughout our. I think He wants some ongoing daily. Oh. walk with us that we're listening for what what message he has and whatever oh i fully so, agree yeah so anyway so i i thought okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so about a week later i was driving i i seem to hear god in the car a lot and mm. i was probably because i'm not I, I he's got my attention you're, yeah. <laughs> you're you're focused <laughs> yeah yes. if you're anything like me it's like squirrel oh, bird you know? <laughs> definitely totally add so uh I was coming into town, and I saw this kind of picture. I, I see a lot in word pictures, which is interesting. Mm. <laughs> it kind of hit me what you, what your, the name of your podcast yeah. was. Cause, yeah. And I saw it kind of a picture in my in my mind again, just uh, just, just kind of flies through my mind, mm-hmm. of Michelangelo, and he was he had this he was he had this big block of marble. I don't know whether you know the story, but he, he basically mm-hmm. took a big block of marble, okay. and he carved out. He saw the statue of David in this marble. And he just chipped everything away until there was a statue of David. And there it was. So I didn't start my, and I thought, God said, that's how you do the book. Okay. You gather up all your stories from your journals and everything, and you get it on this big marble slab on the computer. Mm -hmm. And then I'll chip away all the extraneous until Mm. people see Jesus Mm. in your story. Oh, that's so beautiful. And the fact that he said, I'm going to partner with you. You're going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Yes. It's just because I didn't know where to start, so I just started throwing that that one mm. that one journal I had an assistant at the time. I had her type it word for word into my computer. That's where yeah. I started, and then I started oh, wow. pulling things from different journals and things. That's why it took forever. How did that feel? <laughs> um, having someone else look at look at your journal. You know, I'm I'm not a very I'm not private. I'm very I'm very open, and oh, I mean, God, yeah, yeah. we. Yeah, I, he took care of that in a, a strange way one time. But yeah. I'm I don't 
I mean, I, I my journals are open to anybody to see. Because, I, 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 you know, I figure, I think we're all messes to start with. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're not uh, yeah. admitting it, we're just in yeah. denial because I agree we are all. <laughs> yeah. I went into AutoZone the other day and I heard, well, then this 20-year-old said, yeah, I said, I finally learned, I finally did, I've learned, mastered the, the art of self-control. And I cracked up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, good for you, buddy. You're like, oh, you're just so sweet. You're yeah. just, you're just the cutest. It's, yeah, it's like, uh, there's, there's a little. I, that's what I figure when people, you know, have this perfect life. You just don't know them well enough because we all, we yeah. all, yeah. That's Jesus yeah. said in this, in this life, you're going to have trouble. Yeah. I agree. You will have trouble, and yeah. that's, and it's ongoing trouble. That's, I mean, there is a perfect place, but it's not called Earth. Right. Right. The Earth is a sin-soaked place, and. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're wondering if this is a trial, yes, mm. it's a test, yes, yeah. because our 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 thing is how do we live a life connected with God and have the peace and joy mm-hmm. in the middle of the junk? Yeah, yeah. And that's so I have no idea how I got on that squirrel. Yeah, no, no. I <laughs> where was I? I? So oh. you. You, God so, showed you this picture. Yeah, of this picture. And, and he ac- partnered with you. And I, I love numbers and I love words. And it's interesting. Mm. Michelangelo actually had that happen at five, 501. And, uh, no, 1501, sorry. And it was exactly 500 years later, 2001, when <laughs> he gave me that picture, which is kind of neat. And it took Michelangelo, I think that had been... that. That mar- he'd actually, there was marble there, and he just started chipping away on it. I think it took him three, five years, something like that, mm. for him for it, it mm. to actually happen. But mm-hmm. he said he saw, he saw a picture of David, and he just kept chipping away until it became until real. Until it was. And that's what I felt like God said. He said, I, that's not the normal way you write a book. I think usually mm. you think, you know what you're going to say. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But my book, I, I think it's important because I wrote it in, about the four seasons of life, spring, mm. summer, fall, and I am in the winter season, mm. <laughs> big time, <laughs> probably in the last chapters. <laughs> mm. But it's, it was interesting about how life has been so different over the years, yeah. but God's been faithful in every bit of it. Yeah. And, and I'm just so struck with how we all, we've talked about this, how we're all so different and we mm-hmm. have different lives. And mm-hmm. I wasn't born in Kenya. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. born in a rich household. We're just very normal people mm-hmm. or average people. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter that Jesus yeah. is enough in yeah. all the situations. And, yeah, and we is. each have our our story to tell to yeah. our circle of people. And mm-hmm. and if, mm-hmm. we, we, if we really get to know him, I mean, mm-hmm. we have, it's just amazing how he can be all things to all people, no matter where you are or what situation you're in. Yeah, yeah. So. He's... He's so big, but he's so personal and so close. Yeah, that he'd love us. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's yeah. Un- that he'd really want to walk and talk yeah. with us? Because yeah. he wants a family. That's why yeah. he created people. He didn't need people. Right. He's creating galaxies every day. Yeah. But he has people. Yeah. Uh, that's, wow. And it's, it's, it's something that you can't hardly comprehend. Right. It's that big and that beautiful. Yeah, it is. So how long did that process take as far oh. as that... So you have that vision as you're driving down the road mm-hmm. and that, that almost audible yeah. uh, three words. And then how did that unfold? Did that Was that a long period of time? Was that a short period of time? 
Uh, well, like I said, I had we we got. I started putting my journals and all. Mm-hmm. I gathered up all the stories, mm-hmm. and then I just asked. I I constantly ask God. You, you just got to show me how to. I don't. I how to, this this life. My life doesn't even make sense to me. So, mm. he, and He showed me kind of four seasons of my life. The springtime, how He was He was planning. He was building the foundations with my mm. family and and just the Methodist Church and all the different things and. Yeah. And we had a lot. We we just have incredible stories all through this time. But yeah. uh, but anyway, during my childhood and 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 even falling away in college, mm-hmm. I went to Christian mm-hmm. college and I w- didn't know that the professor's job, the his goal, the first year was to tear down all of our beliefs in God, and then the second year to build mm. it up because I I transferred mm. the second year, so okay. <laughs> I missed that part. Okay. <laughs> so I had okay. a season there where I just you know tried to do it on my own. Yeah. It didn't work real well, so yeah. But then, um, so then in the summertime, so that but then we we you know I found the 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 secret of the Holy Spirit to help me, and it it's not you know when we ask Jesus into our life, the Spirit of God comes in, and makes our spirit alive, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. He gives us life. And Jesus, this is there's a scripture that tells us the Spirit of Jesus comes to live inside of us, so mm-hmm. we have the Holy Spirit. The yeah. minute we ask Jesus to come into our lives, yeah. Yeah. but when yeah. we ask God to fill us, it's it's more just you know mm. just take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I want to give you everything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, so then in, so we had really, some really powerful times during that that springtime because God was just planting a lot of seeds that were growing, and uh, Don and I learned how to get get along with each other and, <laughs> 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 and make actually a marriage. He actually he got he found Jesus about. Oh golly! A year after we were married, so I don't know, mm. that was not a good idea. <laughs> I don't recommend that either <laughs> to marry an unbeliever. But, but you know, he the the thing of it is, he just didn't he didn't know enough about Jesus to to give yeah. his life to him. Yeah. It wasn't that he was rejecting him as much as he just didn't know him. Yeah, and you know what? That's okay because everyone <clears throat> yeah. has a different. Journey we all have a journey. And yeah. You know, his his is going to look different than yours, yeah. but look what God did. I know. Look yeah, he passed he me up did. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so in the summer, we built a, a cabin on the Mississippi River on the western side of the state. And mm. for 10 years, we lived there well through high school when our kids, our boys helped build it in, when they were teenagers. So oh, wow. We uh, And we lived in Winchester, Illinois, for another 10 years. So we've lived in three communities, well, maybe 15, I don't know, three communities. Okay. So... Uh, but we went through the flood of 93. I don't know whether you remember that. It was, you're probably not. I don't, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It was, it's like a 500 year flood that hit the Mississippi river bottoms oh, all down through the, gosh. and it, you know, took out just all mm. kinds of homes. So, you know, we had that to have my, my father committed suicide. Uh, oh. we found out our son, one, one of our son was living a gay lifestyle. We, we went through a lot of things that were, that kind of rocked our world don had a heart attack so just Mm. things that and they all have god stories with them just amazing god stories Mm -hmm. because god i what i found is he is he really is sufficient for everything that happens yeah then in the autumn we moved we went we moved to champagne and i I feel like that was about in our 50s that these are arbitrary obviously Mm -hmm. that may not be the autumn for some people but i really we were kind of we were kind of messed up when we came here. I mean, we just were, we'd just been through a lot. We'd lost a, uh, we had to sell our business. We lost $193,000 in mm. our business and our home mm. when, when interest rates were like 26%. Oh, so it was just kind of a crazy, yeah, crazy. Just a lot I, of I just was, I was worn out. 
Yeah. And I, I said, we need to take a vacation to Hawaii. And Don says, well, I always wanted to go to the Amazon. He's always wanted to go to the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so we were at the vineyard at the time, and, and our pastor, Ben, says, got up in the pulpit one morning, says, I'm going to go to the Amazon. I need a team of six people. And I'm like, no way. Well, there goes my Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so much for Hawaii. <laughs> Don's going to the yeah, Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> so at about 52, actually, uh, instead of packing sunscreen for Hawaii, we were packing bug spray for <laughs> the Amazon. Wow. So, and then down there, those three weeks, that really changed life around again. And again, mm. we got, okay, we got back on track. Mm. I, I, you know, like, we can just get off track really easily yeah. and I, I think yeah. there's two tracks we're always on there's battles and blessings and a lot of times they're going mm-hmm. on at the same time and we mm-hmm. we can just fall off real easily and yeah. Yeah. I I always feel like I, a friend of mine said you're always just a few few steps from the path and you're a few steps from the ditch mm. oh, just a few steps isn't that the truth so you know we can slip off anytime we can slip right back on every time too yeah yeah. And the Amazon was that for us. We really, wow, what a, it was an incredible experience. Did you see some, like, I, I know that God was there and he was just working in your midst, but was there something specific that happened in that time frame that you could just say that mm, was good question. an undeniable God thing? I think we got away from, we, we were kind of pursuing if, if if we ever pursued riches, it was during that time. We just were looking mm-hmm. for all different kind of things to mm-hmm. give us happiness and joy. Mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. it wasn't working. I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, but down yeah. there, we saw people who were filled with joy that had nothing. You mm-hmm. know, and we're like, wait a minute. You know, Jesus is the answer here. And yeah. we just had, yeah, we had several experiences like that. I came home and I I, I remember going in a grocery store and thinking. <gasps> This is so, I'm crying. I'm like, this is overwhelming mm, what we have. You know, yeah. all those, all the yeah. choices we have in America, we're just, yeah. I mean, it really shook me to the core that, mm. wow, that, you know, we, 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 didn't, we were missing. And I'm like, who, who's to say I'm the rich one mm. <laughs> when they're happy and full of yeah. joy with Jesus yeah. and they have nothing? Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we wanted a Pepsi, and we went by this Pepsi stand on the way home. We we work really hard. We went by this Pepsi stand every night, and we really won one. We had enough money. In, I mean, it was a quarter. We had right. enough money in our pocket for that. Right. But that was like two weeks' wages for somebody down there, and we couldn't. Oh, we didn't have the heart to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, it was just, yeah. Isn't just, that something? Just you know, I think perspective is such an important thing. You know, like you said, you come back and you're at the grocery store and. Anything you could possibly yeah. want is at your fingertips. Rich? You yes. know, and then it, it just all depends. Like, you can have joy and you can be uh, full of um, just gratitude here, mm-hmm. just the same way that the people there were full of yes. joy and gratitude and didn't have the material yeah. things at their fingertips the way that we do. So, I think that's so important that we just keep you know, keep the right perspective. Right. And I think you hit on it a lot. That That's one thing that really keeps me on track mm. is being thankful. I write yeah. down in my journal three night, every night, mm. three things, three unique yeah. things from that day I'm thankful for. Now it may be the sunset. Yeah. It may be a hummingbird. Oh no, uh, I agree. It can be any little thing, but it's like, yeah. you know, I mean, God's mm-hmm. always showing me that he, mm. yeah, I, it, we can keep our minds on what, we, and, and even with Don's dying, when I keep my mind on Jesus, I'm fine. Yeah. And I, I've been able to do that. Can yeah. I jump to that? I would love to. I would love to. Let me to. think about this. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I, there's there's tons more I can anyway, yeah. but like, but this has kind of been for me. This has been the biggest miracle of my life because mm. I never in a million years could me imagine life without Don. I haven't yeah. fifty nine years, and we've been together about sixty two years since you know since we were kids. Oh. But I'm like, and he he was he was really strong. He was out working. He he actually had um, we have a, a, a we live out north on, on Madison. We have a he had a ag mechanization, ag mechanization shop in his backyard. Mm. So he worked he worked t- eight ten hours a day. He was seven seven years old, but he was he was oh. an old farmer, so oh. he worked. But said he loved it. He loved yeah. it. He built the shop. It actually blew down one time, and God got it back up. That's mm. another another God story. But um, he he was out working at a quarry that day, and I, you know. To back up, he in the last few years has been he just has gotten closer and closer with God and and mm. he he's my grandfather used to ask him all kinds of questions. That's the guy who led him to the Lord. Mm. <clears throat> and but he'd really ask him thought provoking questions. Yeah. And Don kinda picked that up and he was kinda known for that. In fact yeah. my friend Linda small group when she first saw me she said well, February 23rd will go down as the day in history where God got thoroughly interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> so, but every love, everybody oh, loved him, and, and uh, yeah. well, most yeah. people did. <laughs> so anyway, um, he had, you know, he was he was getting the place where this was getting hard. He had a heart attack at 43. They told us he wouldn't live to 65. So, mm. I mean, we, mm. my my granddaughter, Raquel, read the book, my book, and she said, Grandma, I can count seven times when Grandpa should have gone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he has quite a miraculous story. Yeah. But anyway, he'd gone out to work. He was at, working at a quarry, and at 7 o'clock, I realized he is not home at 7 o'clock at night for supper. And mm. I'm like, oh, he's not out in the shop. He's at that quarry working mm. inside a machine. So I called and they said, "Oh, he should have been home hours ago." Mm. So uh, when we got, when I finally, they said, "Don't, don't go. I'll go." Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. checked on him. They said, and by the time I got there, there were two fire trucks and seven ambulances and mm. just people everywhere. He said, "Well, they told me he said we we found him and he's alive, but we can't get to him." I'm like, "No, he's not responsive. He's not responsive." Mm. So I'm thinking. I'm picturing all kinds of things, but yeah, I, I yeah. somehow, I had that peace. Jesus says, peace I give you, not like the world gives you. Don't yeah. let your hearts be troubled or be afraid. And I'll yeah. tell you what, that peace came over me. And I just prayed, said, God, I probably should have somebody follow me out there. And I, a mm-hmm. couple from small group, I, I called, mm-hmm. I had lots of people I could call, but they followed me. Mm-hmm. And our pastor, Jason, he, um, he, he ended up, he was there that night. He came to the house because he had his son with him. He was mm-hmm. 16 mm-hmm. and um, 15. So I came back that night and he prayed for me. And he and I, I saw Don and everything. And he he was, he died was a, a, a stroke immediately. Okay. So, okay. and uh, so there wasn't any, I mean, it was, he was mm. gone. But he had just told me, he just told me that, well, two things, three things. Well, first of all, Jason said, when when we prayed, he said, he said tonight death has lost his sting as in this household. Mm. And I thought, isn't that cool that God yeah. can give us peace in the yeah. hardest thing? I I mean that's yeah. the hardest thing I've ever faced in my life. But yet, I did. I was okay. Like what on earth is that? That so, just gives me, just chokes me up, well, and it just not, gives me goosebumps that's, because it's like that's, that's not the normal. No. It's not. And there's nothing I did. It's nothing. Yeah. It was Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his incredible peace that passes understanding is really real. Yeah. And I realized that. Yeah. So, but I, um, 
Oh, I lost my train of thought. I was going to tell you two other things. Oh, he had prayed, okay, about four days before, he'd had a grinder back up into his hand, and he got eight stitches in the ER. Oh, it, and it was really in, in it was inflamed. In fact, I just texted mm. his, his uh, mm. for the, on the, my Carl, I just texted his doctor and said, I said, uh, look at this hand. Do you think that's infected? And mm -hmm. she said, oh, definitely it's infected. So you get him in here. Yeah. And then I texted her back the next morning. I said, well, that hand's perfectly healed because oh, John went to be with Jesus. <laughs> so oh, she's a believer. Gosh. Yeah. She, oops, sorry. Oh, that's okay. But um, anyway, he showed me that hand. He says, you know, I, he said, I, this is getting too hard. He says, I'm going to have to quit. He says, I'm just mm. ready to go home. That was either the day or two days before that happened. And he, I went and told the small group, so he's been saying that for several months now. And I, he knew, he knew. Yeah, he knew. And he, he knew. Uh, it, so for me, you know, I know death's very difficult, but he mm -hmm. was, he was, it was time. You know, yeah. I think we all have a time and then some of the yeah. people go early and that's, that's tragic. Yeah. But yeah. this, he, he, he was ready. Mm -hmm. And um, we had been praying for about three months, I guess. We, here's the prayer we prayed. We prayed, God, we pray that we would, uh, die healthy and mm. young and full of life and serving you and yeah. and uh yeah you know with sound mind as late as possible mm. oh. and it's kind of getting as late as possible his hearing was things were harder mm. for him and he was he was ready mm. yeah. yeah and i you know i felt like god said and you're not <laughs> you've got things you need to do there's there's it's not your time yet so yeah. and it's okay yeah. and one thing he showed me i don't know several days after that was that I, I thought, wow, you know, God, I, I see, look at his face. I, I've printed several, you know, photos and things, and I said, I see his face, and I'm thinking, I, I, I look at his face, and I'm just smiling. I'm not, I'm not mm. crying. I miss him terribly. Like, oh, I miss him yeah. probably 10, 15 times, 15 times a day on yeah. the days I don't think about him. Right. <laughs> but because, right. but, you know, we were still holding hands, going mm. down the road and going into Menards when, when, when he died, and I'm thinking, so I'm thinking, I counted, I'm like, we've been together, I, I figured about the month we started going together, I said, we've been to married, we've been together 22,600 days, Oh. and I think, okay, he's been gone seven days, so yeah. what am I going to look at here, how many people get to hold hands with the person they love and their best friend yeah. for 22,600 days, Yeah. <laughs> and that that's what he reminds me of all the time, Wow. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, and I mean, there's just a peace. I mean, I, def I definitely miss him. I get tears in my eyes, but yeah. I, I don't have the. And I, I, who's who's to say? I mean, I could, I could. It's only been four months. I could go into grief. Mm. I, I don't. I mean, I just. I feel like God's lifted that though. Yeah. I, I, and, yeah. I, and I know it's. A, I realize a gift, and I don't expect that. I, that's not normal. Mm. That's that's supernatural. Yeah. I that's not yeah. happened. But actually, when I when we were. Oh, let's see, it'll be 50, two, 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 two. our kids are 56, 54, 52, 50, and 49. So 52 years ago, we had a son, and he 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 lived three days. Mm. And I had a similar experience in the cemetery. After I, I was a mess for, you know, three days. But mm. I'd look, think about Jesus, and I'd be okay. I'd think about Corey, and I'd not be okay. We didn't know anything was wrong with him for three days, and... He started not breathing right, and mm, and he sorry. went. Yeah, he went away. They took him to a spaces in Hanlon, Missouri, and I never saw him again. But oh, and wow. he died, and Don was holding his hand, yeah. and 
yeah. we, back before cell phones for six six hours. I didn't have any idea what was going on after they took him. But yeah. So anyway, we were in a little cemetery, and they brought out that little white casket. I was I was a total wreck. Yeah. And our pastor started reading the Bible, and he read the scripture in John fourteen where it says, "Peace I give you, not like the world gives you." Because mm. with the world, it has to be everything's going right. Well, yes. this was not the world's peace. Right. He said, "Don't let your hearts be troubled, nor let them be afraid." Mm-hmm. And it was like God just came down with His hand and just just pulled out that grief. Oh. And I just, all of a sudden, I just felt like this warm, radiating love all over. And mm. he just came in, and I stopped crying, mm. and I was okay. <laughs> so I've had this happen one other time. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have yeah. been okay even with that baby. I never had really yeah. deep grief. Oh, so wow. what a gift! I, it is a gift, and I, you know, God gives all of us gifts. They're just different. Yes. You know, I mean. Yes. Not everybody has the gift of. Of gaining eleven pounds in eleven days. <laughs> oh, Kathy! <laughs> Some of them have other gifts. <laughs> oh, so. oh, wow! But even I mean, I mean, I think even that. I'm like, I'm thinking about that. I said, God, what can I thank you about in that? I'm like, uh, thank me that you got a problem here. That's probably not overeating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be obviously mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. some overeating involved, but not that much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of pointing me to, you need to get some help. There's something yeah. not right in your system. Yeah. But even like that, you know, there's always, there's, when we look, there's always things we can be thankful for. Yeah. There's always good things that God yeah. has, even the worst of stuff. Yeah. Well, and we kind of sit and joke about that, you know, the 11 pounds in 11 days. But, yeah. you know, that's God's grace. And he could be pointing you to yes. seeking a metal, yes. medical professional. Exactly. And that is how he's going to heal exactly. you. Exactly. That's how I feel like, yeah. You know? Or dealing and dealing with some of the, you know, I've always gone to food for comfort. Mm. And, you know, it's been an idol for me, mm. you know. I mean, when I, and I'm thinking maybe this is a, yeah. I've heard of PECS, this post-event collapse syndrome. Mm. And I'm thinking maybe that's part of, Mm-hmm. how I'm reacting. You know, who knows? Yeah. But, I, yeah. but he knows. That's yeah. who knows. Yeah. That's who yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't. And that's where he's just, he's so kind. Yes. And he's so faithful. Yes. And where someone else might be feeling terrible about that, yeah. you know, that number or whatnot, you're saying, all right, Lord, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. What is it in this that I need to know about? And he's going to show you. Yeah, and I trust that. Because yeah. we're just, life is, right now, life is so uncertain. Oh, my yeah. gosh, the isolation and yeah. Yeah. the anxiety and anger. And it, I mean, just, I've never seen mm-hmm. any, I mean, I've lived 79 years almost. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen the world like this. But yeah. but Jesus is still enough. And the, yeah, Jesus plus Nothing equals enough. Yeah. Oh, I fully agree. I fully agree. (laughs) And I just find so much comfort in the fact that even though this world is in chaos and it's constantly changing and there's constantly just noise, Mm -hmm. the fact that God is the same. Yes. He is the same then and he'll be the same today and the same tomorrow. And for me, someone that just needs that kind of stability, it's the kind of comfort that I can't even put into words. Right. So. And to have, there is peace available no matter what mm-hmm. your situation yeah. is. There's joy available. Yeah. And it doesn't depend on the circumstances. Yep. You can have joy in the middle of. Yeah. 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 I just listened to the sermon, to a sermon this morning on my run, and they were talking about happiness and joy and finding that in the Lord and mm-hmm. not letting your circumstances dictate right. that. 
So, yeah. Because God didn't create this. He really didn't create this for all of us to be comfortable all the time. Oh, no. Because <laughs> like, you, like you said before, though, if we just had this like rainbows and unicorns kind mm -hmm. of a, a life, then we would think we're good. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't need God. We handled this just fine. Look at us. Yes. And no, that is not where we yeah. need. We need to get down off of our own throne and put him back on yeah. it. So that's a daily thing. Yeah. Oh, more than a daily moment thing. by <laughs> moment by yeah. moment. If in, in my in my world, it's moment <laughs> by moment. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> oh, gosh. So is there anything in the God Stories book that just really... I, I know I love the seasons. That's one thing I love about living in the Midwest is the fact that we get to experience the seasons. And sometimes the season can drag a little bit longer than what we want it Absolutely. to, especially if you're any if you know anything about Midwestern winters. Yes. You're happy around Christmas. January's all right, but February, uh, come on, March, let's have some nice weather, yes. you know. Yes. Um so is there anything that really stands out to you in that in, in your book that um, I know you can see God throughout it all, but is there right. a story that just really shines for you? Um, a couple things here that kind of hit me when you said that. Cause I'm, um, one thing when Don when Don passed, our daughter and her husband were over in russia he was oh, wow. running caterpillar plant over there okay so they didn't think they were in danger or anything but okay of course they got they got tickets to come back and they they flew out hmm. and the very next day the airlines closed to russia oh they wow. got out the last day possible oh wow and my daughter wrote on facebook she said if god had come to dad on february 23rd and said i need you to come home so jenny could get out of russia I'm sure he just oh. said, gladly, I'll be glad to. And he said, yeah. I kind of think that happened. And I, she said, I feel bad about that. And I said, well, I mean, I, I don't know whether that happened or not. But what if mm. he would have gone, his time to go was a few months earlier. And he just hung on that long for <laughs> you, too. You know, it's not like you shortened his yeah. life. I said, and God yeah. is just, he, he is always showing up in just miraculous ways to me. I mean, mm. for example, back when I was, I don't know how old I was. It's right after the Amazon. I was out yard sailing one day. I like the yard sale. I'm just kind of weird. Like no, that. I, <laughs> so. I, I kind of like thrift stores myself. Yeah, so. there you go. <laughs> but I was out yard sailing, and, and it was on a Saturday, and I was at a stop sign on, I, I again, driving mm. on, on uh, John and Kirby. And I, no, John and, I don't, anyway, I was out there, Duncan. Anyway, and I remember I was at that stop sign, and I, I had worship music going on. I was really having a good time, and I said, God, is this, is this okay I'm out yard selling? I should be home working, and mm. it, is it okay? Mm. And I looked down at the clock, and it says 1010. Mm. And I just read in the Bible that morning, it says, the, John 1010, which says, The thief comes to rob, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life in all its fullness, or a rich and satisfying mm. life, another thing yeah. said. Yeah. And that became my, that's kind of my life thing. And yeah. I see 1010. All the time. Mm. I went to bed last night. I was reading it. I just skimming my book to see mm -hmm. if there's any stories. Yeah. I closed the book, put it on the table. I look up. It's ten ten. And it was ten ten. Yeah. Oh. The day I just, I God told me to write the the book ten ten two thousand one. So I I see it just really, yeah. ama I mean it's just yeah. But I just think like for me he speaks to me through numbers mm. and yeah. 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 So, but. 
I mean, that's just the kind of thing. I just think God wants a running day-to-day experience with us. He does. And he wants us to know that he loves us. And he loves us just like we are. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of an open book, but, you know, like sharing the 11 pounds, that would probably mortify some people you'd share that. But you know what? He knows everything about us. And and he wants us to have each other. I Mm -hmm. I love that when, when, when at the Amazon I wrote down, my mission is to... Love God and to love people. That was oh. that was like yeah. twenty years ago. Oh. My message is: the yeah. thief comes to rob, kill, and destroy. But mm-hmm. I've come that you might have life and all its abundance. What Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And the method I started speaking, doing some public speaking, I hadn't mm-hmm. written yet. But there, mm-hmm. it, the methods keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think I've been yeah. on a podcast before. So <laughs> there you go. That's well, another. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought, you know, and then then I found. Then we we've been at uh, CU Church for about four years now, and I, when I saw their 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 mission was or their message was to love God, love people. I'm like, yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of what God showed us to, because it really is about learning to love, and we it can't is. do it on our own. We don't have it in us. We're too self centered. Yeah. It's just yeah. getting to know Him. It's like He supernaturally just puts mm-hmm. that love in us because, mm-hmm. and I. I've told small groups, I said, I don't want to do things for Jesus. I want him to do things through us. Yeah. I, mean, I want yeah. to do things with him. Yeah, you want to, you want to lock arms Partner. with him. How you get to lock arms with your group and with your friends, it, it's he's locking arms with us. Yes, yes. And yeah. even even my family, I just went, had four days with family here recently. <laughs> it's part of my... <laughs> I I'm I love I love cooking so yeah yeah I do too I and love eating cooking. I love eating too <laughs> more than cooking <laughs> I always thought I cook for Don then I after he's gone I'm like or not <laughs> I still have a lot of a lot of people over and things but I just think you know he he wants he wants us to know how much we love him I mean how much he loves us just like we are I mean mm. he 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 changes yeah. us and things he transforms yeah. us by his spirit but he. He loves everyone. It's just wherever we are, and it's okay. He he sees yeah. us, and he still loves us. Yeah. You know, it's like our little kids. We, you know, you've had little kids, and I have too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Four of them. Yeah. I had actually we had five children in six years, so oh. we had lots of little kids. Oh gracious, <laughs> that was a busy time. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought some of the things they do, the little stink pots. They mm. you know they do things, and you'd like, oh my gosh, but you just love those little kids. Oh, you understood they were little kids. Yeah. And yeah. and God calls us children, and yeah. he he calls he. I just read this week about how it, in the Bible it talks about Judas, the day, the night that he betrayed Jesus, mm. they had they had the Last Supper. He ate with him. Mm-hmm. He washed his feet, mm-hmm. knowing he was going to betray him. Yeah, yeah. And then in the garden, when they came, when Jesus they came and to betray him, he said to Judas, he says, "Friend, yeah, do I what know. you have to do." I'm like, I know. what, friend? I know. Yeah. I mean, he just, his love is, it's not like our love. Yeah. So. We can't even fathom that. Last year I, I read through the Gospels um, for probably four or five months, just continuing through the Gospels yeah. back for, you know, each month all the way through the Gospels. And I just remember every time I got to that scripture and talking about um, Judas and it was, it was very convicting because I'm very much, I can be very much like Judas, but mm-hmm. yet he still he Peter, loves me, and he, he still calls gonna, me the yeah. same. You know, yeah. he still calls me his friend. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing that he he loves like that. But mm. I mean, the creator of the universe, he wanted a family. Yeah, 
So he kept inviting people. He's still inviting people. And it's, yeah. it's our job to love well so we can invite people into what he's got. Absolutely. You know, that's part of it. Absolutely. So. Well, Kathy, I cannot even explain how much this conversation has meant to me. And I just appreciate you just sharing and the laughter and the tears. And you you can't see because you're just listening to our voice. But we've had our Kleenexes out dabbing our <laughs> eyes throughout most of this. Mm-hmm. Um But one question I just love to wrap up the podcast with, and I just think it's just a powerful thing. Um, What do you know about God now that you didn't know about him before? That he's faithful for a lifetime. Mm. I think that's the message I have to say, because I've known him for a lifetime, 69 years. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, there's seasons you think, he's not, I give up. Don't give up on God. He Mm. he is there. Mm. You just, you can't see what he's doing. Because he does love you, and he's always there, even when it, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for Jesus is. to love us so much that he'd come be a person for 33 years and mm. die. Mm. And even him, I mean, Jesus asked, asked God, the Father, to take that away in, yeah. the, in the garden yeah. more than once. Yeah. And so, you know, he understands that. He loves us, he, he, but he's faithful. And we keeping our eyes on him and talking to him and Finding people that know him, get around mm-hmm. some people that know him, and and yeah. you know, hang out with them because that's that's how I learned a lot of what I know. Yeah. But I do know yeah. that he's faithful. I I know I heard it from other people, and then I experienced it mm. myself. Yeah. And yeah. I I said even my book, if nobody reads it from my kids and grandkids, mm. whatever, twenty years from now, right? It doesn't matter. We're we all have a we all have a story. Mm-hmm. We have our God story, and mm-hmm. they're never ending. They keep. If you're breathing, yeah. there's more to know about yeah. him. That's what's so beautiful. Yeah. So. so if someone is listening to this and they want to connect with you, mm-hmm. how would they go about doing that? Um, well, I am on Facebook under Kathy Vincent. I have a page. It's C, C Kathy with a C, Vincent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or um, that might be the easiest play okay. way. And, okay. You know, or a messenger or something. Okay. And or then... I, my, my email is cvincent. 77 at gmail.com okay and then we've talked so much about this book and i'm definitely going to be ordering it and (laughs) reading it myself because i'm looking forward to that so tell us the name of the book again and how people can find that if they want to order it okay uh again you can well it's on amazon and uh that was getting a book on amazon is that's quite a job yeah (laughs) because we you know i did self-publish it and Mm, and did mm -hmm. all the formatting and the yeah it was it was and I, I got some other possibilities here coming up. But um, it's on Amazon. It's just called Never... You can find it under Kathy Vincent with mm-hmm. a C. Mm-hmm. Or it's Never Ending God Stories. Okay. Never Ending. Never Ending one word. God Stories another is the word. Okay. So, okay. And it's just... Uh, and, and it's very simply written. Uh, we try to put the fun and dysfunctional. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it, you know, the, the little sections are like uh, maybe a... Uh, you know, a page or two. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a waitress at Outback that she, she, I gave, Don and I gave her a book because we'd go there a lot. Mm-hmm. And she read, she said, I read a section every night before I go to bed. It's so oh, cute. And I she, she shows up at his celebration service. The only time we've known her is as an Outback oh, <laughs> as a waitress. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And talk about loving God and loving people yeah. and how he connects. And he does. He yeah. loves us. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. But anyway, yeah, that's that's uh, our kid all Meredith, and she can tell you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, once again, Kathy, yeah. what's that? It's on, in Kindle. On Kindle. I'm, okay. I'm getting ready to record it. 
Oh, oh yes, that'll be that'll be exciting. <laughs> that'll be fun. Well, Kathy, once again, just thank you so much for just sharing your heart and sharing your love for Jesus. And I I hope that people are that are listening can just sense your excitement and your enthusiasm and your genuine love for him and for them. So I just pray blessings on you, and I know God still has so much in store for you. And like you said, if we are here, then he has a plan for us. And I just Mm. cannot wait to see all of those things that he has to unfold. Thank you. Can I pray for everyone? Oh, absolutely. Well, Father God, we just thank you so much that you are here right now with us. God, thank you for loving us. That you would love people is just an incredible thought and we pray God for each listener that you would show each person how much Mm -hmm. you really love them God we pray that you would open our ears Mm -hmm. to hear you open our eyes to see you in just the mundane things of every day we pray God that we would open our hearts that we would know you more and more that we'd be thankful that we'd uh, God turn to you and, and cry out to you God because you tell us when we call to you, you will answer. Mm-hmm. We pray favor and blessing on each person that's listening, Lord, mm-hmm. over their family, yes. over their job, over their insecurities and their fears. And mm-hmm. and we pray, God, that you would show yourself real to every person. That if they just cry out, God, show me if you're real, that you would come in like a flood. And we just mm-hmm. thank you that you care so much about us. And we pray for your favor on Meredith and, and this podcast that she's doing. Mm, and uh, we just pray that you would continue to reach people that they will really know, God, how much you care and how much you are the source of the peace and the joy and the love and the purpose that everyone's seeking. And we just give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Never-ending God stories. That's the exclamation point that you would put on Kathy Vincent's life and her beloved husband, Don. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Kathy is just such a ray of sunshine, and her love and passion for Jesus and for others, it's contagious. As Kathy mentioned, you can find her book on Amazon. It's Never Ending God Stories. And definitely take some time and reach out to Kathy and let her know what her story and her journey of faith has meant to you. If you have a moment, could you rate and review the podcast? It just helps other people find Word Pictures with Meredith. And also, Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any upcoming encouraging conversations. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to the next time that we meet again. Bye, friends.